It's time for All Hands on Tech. Climb on board as we explore all the amazing things happening in Nova Scotia's tech sector. Each episode, we'll chat with local experts to uncover the secrets of what makes Nova Scotia the best place for collaboration, innovation, and creativity. All Hands on Tech is proudly produced by Digital Nova Scotia, the industry association for Nova Scotia's growing tech sector. Welcome back to All Hands on Tech. I'm Ashley. And I'm Claire. Charities and nonprofits are a vital part of our communities, and fundraising is often how they can afford to operate. Our guest today has been changing the fundraising game by helping many organizations thrive. Rafflebox Technologies has digitized raffles, bringing them online and allowing for a more seamless process, increasing reach, and making raffles more accessible. So joining us to talk more about Rafflebox, how it works, and its impact, I'm pleased to welcome Amber Fraze, VP of Marketing and Communications, to the podcast. Hello. Hi, guys. Hi. We're okay. so happy to have you. Yeah. Thank I've been you for having me. I've been wanting to have Rafflebox on for so long now because I just think there's so much we can talk about, and I'm super, super excited. So thank you for coming on. Um, before we get too far, we, um, uh, we want to learn a little bit more about Rafflebox. I feel like DNS and Rafflebox are, yeah. are good pals, um, <laughs> but we want other people to learn about how great you are. So can you tell us a little bit more about your organization and um, and how you help nonprofits and, and other organizations in the community? Yeah, for sure. So we, um, we are an online SaaS tech platform, and so we are kind of the, the online piece that allows charities to be able to run online raffles. And so... Um, kind of originally when we started, there wasn't really anyone in that space. So you would see large 50-50s at big sporting events or um, major major kind of company events, but you would never see it accessible for charities. And so it kind of started around the question of, well, why can't we make that be something that's accessible to everybody? And so that's where the founders got together and actually built a tech platform that allows charities, big or small, to be able to take that um, technology, that safety, that security, and be able to run an online raffle seamlessly. Okay. Can you talk to us a little bit about kind of the story? You had mentioned the founders. When exactly was Rafflebox Technologies founded? Yeah, so it actually goes way back to 2016. And so it started out of, like I said, that kind of that question of why can't we make this more accessible for people? So that was really the driving force. And um, then the technology was built over the next couple of years. Um, there's a lot of regulatory compliance that's required for raffles. And so we actually had to get approval by each province to be able mm -hmm. to operate across Canada and now into the United States as well. And so um, that was kind of taking place 2016 to 2019. And then we held our first raffle in 2019. So that was kind of the starting point of like, this is real, it's actually yeah. happening. Um, and there was just so much excitement back then, like to be able, every single ticket sale, we were just excited. Mm -hmm. And um, it was so cool to see groups coming together and running raffles that wouldn't have been able to otherwise. And then it was really kind of this perfect moment of um, COVID, which obviously was a really rough time for charities and how do we fundraise and what does that look like? We were already through all the regulatory re requirements. And so because of that, groups weren't able to run galas, they weren't able to do in person, and we were able to be there to kind of help them through that phase of how else could we raise money. So it's really just been an awesome couple of years where we've been able to help a lot of groups raise money. That's so interesting. I feel like a lot of, you know, a lot of tech companies kind of actually experienced growth during covid yeah and i can imagine that rafflebox really had quite an opportunity during that so it's kind of a, a nice silver lining in in a, kind of a rough few years so that's yeah. really cool 
Yeah, and I think it was just a chance where um, we had a great product, mm-hmm. but it was maybe something that was going to be scary for organizations to try out the first time. And so it really just allowed a situation where they were willing to give it a chance. Right. Mm-hmm. And it worked out so well for so many groups to be able to just try something online. Mm-hmm. So cool. Well, I know that you have certainly impacted so many organizations, and so I'm excited to hear more about that coming up. But first, we want to get to know you just a little bit more. So we have prepared some fun rapid-fire questions for you. Oh, fun. <laughs> okay. It always really stresses people out. <laughs> you can see they're like, wait, what? <laughs> but don't worry. When you hear the first question, you'll know that it's, it's not so scary. Okay. Just as long as it's not cats or dogs. Oh, uh, right. yeah. No, we don't even <laughs> go contentious. there. Yeah, we don't. No. We don't want to be canceled over that. Yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> We'll, we'll kick things off with the first question here. Sports game or music concert? Ooh, I'm going to go sports game. Ooh. It sounds so funny to say music concert. Well, I yeah. know. <laughs> I put that in there. You didn't have to say it. It depends. I'm on the music very concert clear. outside or inside. Ooh. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. And that is a hard one. I wasn't yeah. sure how I would even go for that one in terms of like a sports game or a concert. Yeah. Oh, really? I think I'm 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 gonna pick music. Would you? Yeah, 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 for sure. Okay, you can't go wrong, really. No. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they'd both be great. That's what I mean. It's hard. Yeah. Okay. Um, preferred platform: Instagram or LinkedIn? Ooh, Instagram. Yeah. Lots okay. of fun scrolling and reeling, and always fun to catch up with people. Yes. Fair okay. enough. Um, yeah, I don't have nearly as much fun on LinkedIn. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'd like to meet someone who does, actually. Um, Halifax Public Gardens or Peggy's Cove? Halifax Public Gardens. Yeah, perfect place for a coffee and a wander. That's true. Especially if you get some ice cream from the dairy bar. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is the spot. So kind of on that same topic, what's your favorite part about living in Nova Scotia? Ooh, so I moved here a year and a half ago. Perfect. And I'm, I'm really loving it. I'd have to say just the ocean, which I know yeah. seems like the obvious choice, but just being here more, I've fallen in love with it. The way people talk about kind of the rhythm to it and just being able to see the landscape. It's yeah, yeah I love it. Yeah. It's hard not to fall in love with yeah. Nova Scotia, which is actually funny that three of us are we're all not from Nova Scotia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And we're, yet we're all here. Exactly. I know. And we're loving it. Big fans. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So question time. Rafflebox doesn't just set up the raffle. Um, you help organizations along every step of the process. So what exactly does that look like for someone who might be listening and thinking that they're interested in setting up a raffle? Yeah, so we um, we really want to be there for charities all the way along the way because it is quite a confusing process. Mm-hmm. So in Canada, you are required to get a raffle license prior to being able to run a license. And so that is done by the provincial regulatory body. And so we'll have kind of a pre-call with organizations just to understand what they're trying to achieve and help them kind of figure out what they should put in their application. Um, we can't actually put the application in for a charity. So the group does that for themselves. But we can provide, um, you know, just help them out in terms of like what things they should put in or what might work best for their organization based on our experience. And then once they receive that application and they've gotten the go ahead, that's when we help them build out their raffle page. We um, help them kind of pick how they want to market it, what kind of things they should put together, the visual images for the raffle, um, all the kind of steps along that way. And then from there, we also do kind of loyalty support. So we're there along the way through the raffle. We check in with them. We also have some marketing um, like tactics that we can help them with. We provide them with toolkits and depending on what group's level is at we also do like custom emailing for them and work through different advertising pieces so we're there kind of all the Mm -hmm. way to try to help them figure it out yeah 
Yeah, I think that's really interesting because um, it's not just, oh, I'm going to sign up and I'm going to, you know, campaign for this raffle and that's it. Like, it's all on me because it is a lot. And especially for some of these smaller nonprofits who maybe aren't that tech literate or whatever when it comes to the marketing side of things. So it's really interesting that you kind of have that full package Mm -hmm. for organizations. Yeah, and we we really want to see groups succeed, right? So if there's a raffle admin that is really driven and committed to hitting a certain goal, we want to be able to come alongside them and help them hit Mm -hmm. that. I love that. Are there similar services for traditional raffles, you know, or is this kind of altogether new? It's like, here's kind of like an online raffle and they're getting support that they would never have gotten if they had kind of a mm-hmm. a, a traditional raffle. I, I think so. I think it would be new because um, before, like if you're doing a kind of a raffle that's traditional in the sense that it's not online at all, right. you would just be selling the individual tickets and then kind of mm-hmm. doing all the administrative work on your own, where even where our platform, it takes a lot away of that administrative piece. So right. you're not actually printing tickets. You're not having to make sure that it reconciles with how much cash you bought in. The The ticket purchases are already automatically in there. Um, the financial reporting is a lot easier from the back end perspective as well. So it does just provide a lot more rigor around how the right. raffle set up, which gives you a lot of confidence as a raffle administrator. And do you help them with the promotion of that? Or like, would you do any marketing for them or, or- not so much we um so we have packages that groups can do kind of in addition to running a raffle so if they decide to to do an additional marketing package we will help them with the marketing yeah very cool i i i'm maybe just for listeners because i've seen raffle box all over the place lately you know if i go to a mooseheads game Mm -hmm. you guys are selling raffles there so i think when we talk about raffles online you, like you kind of do both, right? Like the, you can also do the raffles mm-hmm. in person, which but it's still digitized. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So the whole process is digitized. Um, and then we do online sales as well as in venue. So right. in venue would be like what you would see at the Moosehead where there's the handheld devices. So right. groups can also rent or purchase those and then use them for different events where they can sell and print out the ticket in, oh, cool. in real time. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is cool because yeah. you can either have the option to do something completely online Mm -hmm. and not have to deal obviously like in person at an event kind of thing but you have the in event option too yeah that's that's pretty cool exactly yeah yeah Yeah. I think that's key though because a lot of the excitement and decision making happens you know during that event period so and that's what we find too right like I think we all love being an in-person 50-50, right? And you know kind of yeah. like somebody here today that's connected to this event is going to win. And that's part of the excitement about it because you know that everybody wants to support that cause mm-hmm. or cheers for that team or, um, you know, wants to see the same end goal happen. So it kind of brings a real sense of community. And I think that's something we try to work with our groups on is just how do you, it's another way to bring your group into an exciting piece um, that supports your cause. Very cool. Love mm-hmm. that. I do love it. And honestly, like, I'm not one to buy like a Lotto 649 ticket or something. I don't like the, not to say that they're the same, but what I will buy a raffle ticket because even if I lose, I know that my money is going to a good cause. Every time I go to Moosehead's game, I like to get a little 50-50. Yeah. Yeah. One of these days, Ashley. One of these, I mean, I was really hopeful. I was at the... The, the final game. Yeah. I don't I don't know a lot about hockey, but I got some free tickets. Okay? I was at the final game. <laughs> I was at the final game. <laughs> and I bought a ticket because it got up to like, I don't know if you remember, it got up to like 700,000 or something. Is that, that was not, that's not how much I feel like that's true. 70,000? Yeah, maybe 70,000. 70, yeah. 
We can double check thousand. that number. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a lot. It is. And, you know, I think that is the fun of it, right? Yeah. It's like people jump in that maybe wouldn't buy a lottery ticket or wouldn't maybe donate either if you mm-hmm. ask them to donate $10. But when there's that chance to win right. and that feeling that even if you aren't the winner, you're really excited for the cause, it really brings in a lot of people. And right. that's one of the selling features that we use with groups, too, is that um, you have ticket buyers that then become in and they become donors. So that's right. kind of like a nice entryway for people to say, I'm interested in your cause. I like what you're doing. I want to support it. But I'm not kind of at the full-fledged donation, like donor part. So it kind of helps bring people along the journey. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Can we talk a little bit about growth? Because yeah. it's been incredible. It has been incredible. We, um, Yeah, so we are now all the way across Canada. And we have moved into the states as well. So we've got a number of states that we are regulatory approved in and kind of working through getting that business up and growing. But we've just seen tremendous year-over-year growth. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with just the great community that we have had here in Nova Scotia as well, like the, the tech scene of um, support that we've received mm-hmm. and some mentorship and just um, being able to kind of like learn different ways that we could improve our business. We also have just had fantastic clients and charities to work with. Like we really do feel Uh, a lot of our groups have come to us because of other groups recommending us and so knowing that they're having a good experience and then being able to kind of say into their network what other groups would would this be beneficial for like we take that very seriously and we really appreciate that groups enjoy their time with us and they want to share it so Mm. yeah I love to hear that what kind of do you have any sort of industry that you're in the most I know you do a lot of work with Sports yeah, teams we've locally. Yeah, guess, we've yeah. got a lot of sports teams. Um, actually, across across Canada, a lot of sports teams and a lot of local teams too. Like all the way down minor into kind of junior, right. younger leagues. Um, and then we've got a lot of groups on animal shelters, uh, hospital foundations, mm-hmm. um, United Ways, that sort of thing. So there's it really does run the gamut of all the different options across charity groups. Cool, very cool. So. I want to pump your tires a bit here. (laughs) Not that we haven't already been doing that, but some dedicated tire pumping time. Um, So, you know, you've seen incredible success and growth over the past few years. And as of writing this, uh, your platform has helped raise more than $173 million, which is incredible. The company also made headlines not too long ago for your work with the Nova Scotia firefighters during the wildfires. Um, back in June that swept across our province. So how does it feel to work for a company that has such an impact, you know, especially right here at home? Yeah, it's uh, it feels incredible. I think we, you know how everybody says like they, they want to work somewhere where what you do matters and it connects and, and it, we, we truly have that. We, we have the opportunity where Every time we figure something out and we make our product better, it means that charities raise more money for an amazing cause. So Nova Scotia Firefighters has been one of our you know, number one supporters and groups right from the beginning. They believed in us. Um, they've just been such a good partner to work with. And we are so excited and humbled and honored to be able to see them raise the amount of money that they do to be able to do the services that they do. And I think this year really highlighted it between mm-hmm. the fires and the floods and these volunteer firefighters just give so much for our community and they sacrifice their own safety. And and we just feel so excited to be able to help them do that. Right. So it really is. It's a great thing to do. I can't, I can't talk highly enough about it. It's (laughs) it's pretty cool. You can't see her, but she's glowing. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, the initial raffle after the fires was like over a cracked a million, right? It did, yeah. And Crazy. if I remember correctly, the 50-50 ticket winner was like also affected by the fire. So it was like such was. a great news story. Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously facilitated by Rafflebox. So we love to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. We, we do feel really lucky to get to tell just amazing stories like that for our charity groups. Mm-hmm. Now... This is just another aside, but maybe for you personally, because I think I remember you writing maybe a LinkedIn post about, you know, people ask me often, what was it from, what did you say exactly? Like they're asking you about moving from corporate to corporate to startup. Yeah, to startup. Exactly. And so like for you personally, how has that journey been? Yeah. You know, I think it has been really good. It comes with challenges and and I think those just come down to, um, how things change. So when you're in large corporation, you have a lot of resources, you have big teams to be able to make things happen. Mm -hmm. And in startup world, we kind of came down to, okay, we're just a small team and we have a lot of balls that we need to figure out how to juggle. So how do we make this happen? So it's, it's been a really fun challenge because Mm -hmm. you have to kind of sit down and constantly reprioritize what's going to be able to help the charities the most, or how do we ensure that we're giving the best to our clients? So it's, it's been a, it's definitely been a shift, but it's been a fun shift. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, I'm so happy for you. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So how do you see the platform or online fundraising in general evolving? Yeah. I mean, we have some great plans for the platform. So we're working through um, a lot of kind of customer journey experience and kind of really trying to understand where are the pain points for our customers. So, you know, are there ways that we can lay out information to make it a bit simpler, um, design, look and feel, working through all those things just to kind of see if there's ways that we can enhance our, our product. And then we're also looking at just a number of ways to kind of make sure that groups know the best way and the best practices. So it kind of comes back to those, you know, how do we provide marketing support or toolkits to be able to help our groups be able to get further? Um, Yeah, those are kind of the big pieces. Cool. I guess I could say just to, with online fundraising, it's the continuation of people feeling comfortable online. Mm. So I would say COVID um, allowed people to start kind of feeling more comfortable with online platforms and which ones were safe and secure. Um, But I think that's going to be an ongoing challenge in our business is making sure, like we do a lot of work internally to ensure that we have security of, you know, all the payment information, all the customer information. Um, We take that very seriously, but it is a a constantly evolving space where we have to make sure that we're on top of it so that we we can guarantee for our clients that they can guarantee to their donors that Mm -hmm. everything is safe and secure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that cybersecurity is, you know, a big topic of oh, conversation yeah. for yes. for anyone, you know, Every so, industry, totally, yeah. especially when you're handling funds. Yeah. Money, yeah. yeah. But I was going to say, I feel like, I feel like it's kind of um, the norm now. No, like I know there's definitely people who are wary, of course, but yeah. I feel I th- like when I think about like donating, a lot of it is online kind of too, right? Yeah, I think we've broken through the the tipping point. Like we've right. passed the tipping okay. point where right. the majority of people are, are comfortable yeah. versus not. Yeah. Well, I think, was it? GoFundMe mm-hmm. kind of was like mm-hmm. huge for that for the longest time. Obviously, what you guys is what you guys do is um, different, um, but that was huge for kind of making people feel better. Yeah. Then of course they've had their own issues with. Yes. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And I think that's like that's a good kind of. Uh, we have a couple brands and groups that we follow in terms of where we're thinking aspirationally, and we yeah. kind of want 
people to think of raffle box the way they think of GoFundMe, right? right. Like if you want to run a raffle, we, we love it when groups call and they say, I want to run a raffle box. Like right. that they've uh, turned us into a verb, right? Yeah. Where it's like, okay, you know, we, we're here to help you. We want to make this happen for you. And it kind of turns us into that household name. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's a milestone when people start you yeah, using your name as a verb. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so as we've discussed, Rafflebox is proudly Nova Scotian. Um, so what are some of the advantages for operating your company here? Mm-hmm. We, I mean, there's so many, and I, and I say that really honestly. So I actually moved here um, a year and a half ago because we wanted to grow out the Halifax office. And so the reason we had chosen that is there was just, there was a lot of opportunity in terms of um, government programming, Digital Nova Scotia, um, Halifax Chamber of Commerce, Invest Nova Scotia. Like there were so many groups that wanted to help us succeed. And we've just had amazing success with mentorship, um, with kind of new graduate programs and kind of how to structure things with that. So that's been great. And we just we do really enjoy being part of the tech scene and the growing tech scene here in Halifax. Like it's um, we've met a lot of mentors. We've got a lot of other companies that are on the same growth trajectory as us. And so we're able to you know, put ideas off of each other and learn from each other. And um, I think that's been a huge part of why we've been so successful. I love it. Now you have you have employees in Nova Scotia, Calgary. Are you kind of growing all over the place as well? Like or? Yeah, we are. So we do have Halifax is kind of our largest contingency. Now we have about a 25 staff that are based here. And then we have staff across Canada in a number of different locations, and then actually some moving into the States as well. So we're about 40 staff now. Yeah. And we actually have a couple positions open. So check out our LinkedIn if you're looking. Okay. Yeah, we're growing. What are you hiring for? We're hiring for um, customer service reps and then in venue specialists as well. Nice. Amazing. Very cool. A lot of people looking for work. So yes, we'd love to have plug. you. Yeah, yeah. We're, we are a good group of people and we love what we do. So, yeah. Awesome. I love it. Okay, I do want to add in a bonus question because mm-hmm. I'm curious. I know Simon had some answers when I spoke with him for our reel that we did. But do you have any like specific um, like success stories? That we already talked about the Nova Scotia firefighters, but are there any ones that you kind of want to shout out? Honestly, we have so, so many. many. <laughs> like I, It's really hard to pick. Just a couple, but I mean, I would say we have a fantastic um, Stanton Territorial Hospital out of the Northwest Territories. They are just a great team there, and they've just consistently done fantastic in their different raffles. They've done maybe four now, and I think they've raised three quarters of a million dollars. So it's just amazing to see what they can do for their equipment. Mm -hmm. And I mean, there's lots of, there's like locally here, there's lots, there's, um, sport split with uh, Sport Nova Scotia and just helping them raise for all the different groups like Nova Scotia SPCA, um, the Wanderers groups. Like we just, we see so many groups that are doing an awesome job. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you talk about impact and like going to a job that like has a purpose and like has impact. It's just mind boggling all the different organizations that you're helping like hospital equipment sports like pets yeah it's amazing yeah, yeah it is a range yeah. yeah such a range yeah, yeah exactly. it is yeah yeah and it's just so neat because we get just some crazy ones too right things you wouldn't think about where like there's a small town raising funds to try to you know put up a mural or there's groups that are doing things to just support families like mm-hmm. it's all across the gamut yeah. yeah yeah that's so nice i love it okay well 
that's all of our questions. So we're going to turn things over to you. The floor is yours. Is there anything you would like to add or anything exciting coming up at Rafflebox? You already mentioned that you're hiring. Um, so that's exciting. But anything else you'd like to share? I think we're just we're really excited to be a part of this tech community. So we thank you for the platform to be able to do that. And we are hiring. So if you're interested, make sure to check us out. There's lots of great things going on. And um, yeah, if you see any event that's running a 50-50, make sure to buy a ticket and support local charities. We love awesome. it. And how, how do people get a hold of you? Uh, LinkedIn, uh, Instagram, Twitter. We're on, oh, I guess, X now. Um, but we're on all the social media channels as well as we've got a website at rafflebox.ca. Perfect. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. It's great to be here. Thanks for tuning in to All Hands on Tech. Interested in learning more? Visit us on our website at www.digitalnovascotia.com. We'll see you next time. This has been a Podstarter production. production.